Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1. What's our Facebook question today over Facebook on Easter? Facebook question is, aside from candy and small toys, what did your child get for Easter this year? That's our question. Okay, we'll compile those throughout the show. Let me give everybody some backstory. Cat's family, mm-hmm. or is it in-laws? It's my in-laws. <laughs> my never in-laws. trust cats cooking. Ever. 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 I never get to bring anything for the they, get-togethers. They just, for some reason, it's passive-aggressive or something, but they never <laughs> let her cook anything of substance. Like, at Christmas, what are you always in charge of? The relish tray. Relish. The relish tray. I mean, I didn't, I mean, what? So then I struggle, like, well, what do you expect? Do you want pickles? Do you want carrots? Do you want salami? Like, what's on a wet relish tray? And then, like, Kat will, like, research it and bring it in, and then, like, nobody eats it. So they, like, <laughs> make her do something that nobody's going to eat just to have her have a mundane task. So you had an Easter get-together. You want to know what I brought for Easter? I do. What I was asked to bring for Easter? What were you designated to bring at Easter out of pure curiosity? Well, I was not in charge of the ham or the noodles or anything or even the deviled eggs. I would have even taken deviled Deviled eggs eggs this year. I love deviled eggs. I love making deviled eggs. Yes. I was in charge of the salad. (laughs) In charge of the salad this year. Now, what does everybody eat at Easter? Can I, is this is this a worthy phone topic or is this sort of JV radio? It's probably ham, I would say. I mean, ham, but isn't Christmas ham? Yeah, and Christmas then Thanksgiving's is... turkey. Mm, yeah, or I does feel every, like it's does, ham. Does everybody switch it up? I had ham at a big Easter gathering and lamb. I had ham, ham and, and lamb. Ham and lamb. Wow. Lamb was phenomenal. I, I love lamb is expensive. And it's hard Holy to find. Cow. Yeah, my uh, my uncle is sort of a everybody has a hobby. His mm-hmm. hobby is cooking. He loves grilling and trying new recipes and he says that you can't get lamb. Like a, American lamb is hard to get. So he had to and he always does this. My uncle always has a story about how he got his food. And so like he had to order Australian lamb. What? Yeah. This stuff must have been expensive. Of how many it is. people? How many people were at your get together? Mm, like twenty. Twenty. Anyway, I, what does everybody eat? Uh, we do ham and lamb. Does anybody do anything funky? Like, do you guys get carry out Italian or something? I don't know. I just don't know what the Italian? traditional dish is. Hmm, think, maybe it's fish. I'm sure it's ham. Maybe I'm making nothing. I'm making. Yeah, it's JV Radio. This is just a mountain <laughs> out of a molehill. It's just not that everybody does ham and you move on. 260-467-9500. Sometimes at Thanksgiving we bring this topic up and people always have roadkill squirrel for Thanksgiving. And I know you think I'm making that up. That's not tr- that's that's 100% true. People do that. Okay, to each their own. To each their own. It's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi. Start us off. What do you eat? Uh, we eat mac and cheese, cracked chicken, and uh, tater tot casserole. Did, did you say cracked chicken? Yeah, it's um, basically you take six chicken breasts, shred them up, uh, put cream cheese, put butter, and uh, powdered ranch. Powdered and ranch. And let it, mm-hmm, you put it in a crock pot and let it simmer for half a day. Oh, that sounds so good. See, that's good. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. We could talk food on this show all day. Yes. Thank you for the call. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. Easter, your family eats what? Our family eats fish. Fish. Oh yeah, what kind it, of fish? Um, well, we did. It's from Florida. Um, oh, it starts with a P. Mm, okay, mm. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Now, is this is this a religious thing, like post Lent Catholic? Because usually that's on Good Friday. No, we do. My grandparents go to Florida for spring break. My grandpa catches all kinds of fish and he fries them up. Hmm. Can I guess perch? Perch, yeah. 
Yes, yes. Yes! All right. Good job, Perch, Andy. thank you. Yeah, yeah wow. thank you. Very good there. Perch. Other food items, we had people chiming in with crab legs. Yes, crab legs, crab legs was a popular one. Crab legs you know, can be difficult to cook, though. Oh, I know. I don't know how to... I don't have a pot big enough to put all That's the legs in. That's the reason in. why nobody yeah. does it. They never have Stuck. a pot big enough. It takes up too much space. One year, we uh, put rabbit in the crock pot and then realized the next day that it was <gasps> Easter. Oh, my so we had rabbit one year, just by coincidence. It was just me and my husband at the time. No kids. We didn't have anywhere to go. And for Easter dinner that night, we had rabbit. Yes, we had the bunny for Easter. It was pure coincidence, though. We did not plan that out. So some people do eat squirrel and other people eat rabbit for Easter. Oh, no. It's Andy and Kat. It's Magic 95.1. Today is tax day. 70% of Americans have already done their taxes. And then two weeks ago, there was 30% that were still yet to turn their homework in the last minute rush. Today is the day in which you have to turn it in or file something or let the government know what's up with you. Uh-huh. Send something Don't ignore in. it. Don't Do ign- not ignore it. You'll get penalties. Your cat's uh, husband, by the way, is a CPA. And cat mm-hmm. really hasn't seen her husband the entire month of... Uh, well, well it's been a couple March of April. months. Yeah. yeah, it's been a couple of months. <laughs> Seriously, though, he gets home at like one o'clock in the morning. He goes in around nine and then, um, yeah, he's not been coming home until late, late, late. Kat doesn't even know what her return is because they haven't filed it yet. The very last return that her husband does after doing like four billion others is theirs. Yeah. So I'm sure he's given the same attention to detail to it. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Golly. So what I'd like to do now, and yes, this is a... Wacky FM DJ segment. I totally get it. But I'd like for you to share how much you owe or how much you are scheduled to get in your return. The name of this segment is There's No Concern. Share your tax return. (laughs) Did you just make that up, Andy? That's great. (laughs) There's no concern. Share your tax Tax return. Two six zero four six seven ninety five hundred. Two six zero four six seven ninety five hundred. How much are you getting back, or how much do you owe? And yes, Kat and I know the goal is to basically finish at zero. Right. You want to get nothing back, and you yep. want to owe nothing. That's the win. Nobody ever does it exact, but you want to get close to that. You owe or are getting back what? Two six zero four six seven ninety five hundred. By the way, are you expecting a return or is it a surprise? I think it, we are going to have to pay this year oh. because last year we did get a return, but I I was only working for half of the year. Oh so yeah, 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 yeah. I I or the year before that, I guess I was unemployed. So yeah, this year I expect we're probably going to have to pay. Oh, I hate paying so much because I hate the surprise right. of it's writing It's hard a to plan for that. That I always withhold money throughout the year. I'm like, here. Uh, but then I always get impatient waiting on them to give it back to me. <laughs> right. So it's my own fault. It's Andy and Kat. There's no concern. Come on, share your tax return. Let's go. We owe. There's a bit of a concern. Oh, oh, no. oh no. I hear it in your voice. Yes. How much do you owe? We owe $12,652. Oh, my gosh. 
and $2,336 to the state of Indiana. So let me ask you, have you have you filed or sent your money in yet? Because you still have time. I mean, today's the last day. you got to send it in. We filed the extension. We filed an extension. Ah, there you go. So, yeah. you know, it's like $180 to file the extension. And then we can figure out how we want to gather 12 grand. Oh I mean, gosh. you know. So did you win the lottery or did you? No, my hu- my husband got a new job last year and we got bumped up to the next tax bracket. Yeah. And we didn't. You were surprised. Like yeah. Dummies. So, yeah. So that's the first thing we're doing this morning when we get to work is readjusting our W-4s. Your withholdings. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is yeah. true. That's it's- the most common thing. Common thing. It's when yeah. you get bumped up. You, you think in life you want to get promoted. You think eating more yeah, money is good. You don't. And then you get That's your ta- yes. You're into another tax bracket, oh. and then you're in for a big surprise. Thank yeah, you. it was a crappy day yesterday. Let's <laughs> 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 file the extension and forget it even happened. We'll deal with it in six months. Oh. Whatever. Kick the can down the road. Oh, That's right. Gosh. Oh, well, yeah, thank you yeah. for the call. I just want to hug her. I just yeah, want to hug her. I could, I could hear the concern in her voice. Say, the name of the gosh. segment is There's No Concern, Share Your Return. But there's a little. Yeah. There's a little there's concern. There's a little in her voice. Oh, man. <laughs> Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. What's going on? It's not mine, but my mom to pay $85,000. What? eighty five? Is this like an estate it? tax? Or she oh owes eighty five grand? 85 grand and that's just her portion her ex-husband has to pay some too what what happened yeah. that they got this landfall of income i'm assuming that they needed to pay taxes on yeah they were going through a divorce and had to sell their rental cabin in tennessee and they sold it for over a million dollars and that's what happened they had to pay on that so oh they got gosh. the income of a million dollars and they got no and they didn't pay any taxes on that right right Oh, oh my, I my honestly, gosh! Your 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 mother needs to talk to my husband. Yeah, I'm need, not kidding. Like he can he yeah. can figure a way out of that. Um, yeah. Not yeah. all of it, but how to reinvest and how to defer or that. Distribute that. Burden. Take a loss, yeah. you know. Somewhere. It's a messy situation with the divorce and tax time. Oh, oh gosh, right. that's I'm, bad. All right. Well, cool. Thank you for the call. Good insight. Oh, that's a lot. Eighty-five grand. Holy pickles. Your husband doesn't need another client here at the 11th <laughs> hour, though, does I he? I mean, come on, man. I want to get my taxes, taxes done, done tonight. Jeez, take on another one. That's a big problem. Sandy and Kat, it's Magic 95.1. Family four-pack of passes. Little Mermaid Jr., a Disney production, is coming to the St. Francis yes, Performance the, Arts the Center. the Team Performing Arts Center. It's coming a little bit later on this month. They have, like, three different dates, so we'll get you tickets to that. We're asking for stories about what your kids either accidentally or on purpose brought to school growing up. It doesn't have to be now. could have been way back then, but there's a couple news stories up. Uh, Parents at a Michigan elementary are upset after a kindergartner brought a bottle of ready-to-drink Jose Cuervo margaritas <laughs> and multiple students shared. <laughs> they partake in it. Yep. Yeah, and then there's a story in the news about a couple of teachers heard scratching sounds inside students' backpacks, assuming while the kids were at recess, inside was a turtle. 
that they had brought in to share with classmates. So, 260-467-9500. Kat, what did you bring to school? Did you get in trouble yeah, for Yeah, I got in trouble. So, when I was in, I think I was in sixth grade, so I just started middle school. We had went down to Kentucky for a family reunion. And while we were down there, um, we came across some baby copperheads. So we gathered them and put them in a uh, coffee tin and then we poured gasoline in there, of course, to kill them. But I brought the baby copperheads to school with me. Is to a copperhead show my- a snake? Yes, it's a snake. Okay, it's yep. a very venomous, poisonous yeah. snake. And I got in big trouble because I thought that my science teacher would like to see these baby copperheads. Oh, my God. And then I got sent to the principal's office because little did I know that if you get those baby copperheads out and you accidentally stick their fangs and you, sure. even though they're dead... The- you could still die from them. So I got in a lot of trouble for bringing baby copperheads to school. I'm getting nobody calling in, but I'm having a couple people message me this uh-huh. morning. So what hang are your on, messages? let me get to these okay. messages. I think people okay. are scared or they can't get to the phone, uh, which is fine. Oh, hang on. Let me see. Let me take this first. Then okay. I'll get to the messages. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. Your kids brought what to school, either accidentally or on purpose? All right. So I'm actually going to switch this up. It wasn't my kids. It was me. And I still remember it to this day. In fifth grade, I got suspended for bringing a bottle of Advil liquid gel, like aspirin, oh. to school. Really? I'm sure. Yeah, well, all medicine I think has to be turned oh, into it has the to be nurse. Turned into the nurse. Yeah. For for these reasons, yeah, you're exactly right. All right. So here's some of the messages. Okay. I've gotten pocket knives. Uh huh. I've gotten my kids got in trouble for bringing in bottled water when bottled water was banned. Because oh, yeah. people were doing they were distracting bottle flips. Yeah. Yep. Carla writes in, uh, wasn't my own kid, but when my kid was in third grade, a fellow student brought in a taser. A of cor- taser? Uh-huh. Wow. It made for an interesting day. The cops were called. The kid was expelled. Parents were in trouble. It was a whole hoop to do. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. Over a taser. He yeah. didn't use it on a kid, no, right? No, no just it, brought it it's, in. Uh, yeah. It's a weapon. It's a yeah. same, same repercussions if you bring in other things. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. Your kids either accidentally or on purpose brought what to school? My son was in preschool, and he actually went into my jewelry box, and he got out um, one of my diamond and sapphire rings, mm. and um, he put it in a little box, and he took it to preschool, and he gave it to one of the little girls yes. there uh, and told her that um, <laughs> that they were going to get married, uh-huh. and he was going to be a famous soccer player one day in Spain, yes. Yes. and that his mom was going to fly their whole family over to Spain to watch him play soccer because they're going to be married. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. That is so That is sweet. awesome. So that adorable. That is so sweet. Did any- yes. And so thankfully, thankfully, I was friends with the mom. And so she sent me a text message of the ring and she said, I'm pretty sure this belongs to you. Oh. And although Noah, yeah, and although he proposed, um, I think I'm going to have to return it. So Very good. It was pretty funny. That, that is, is so sweet. That is awesome. What a good call there. By the way, could your family use Little Mermaid Junior tickets at all? Absolutely. I tell you what, let's all hook right. you up as well. I yeah, love that let's story. Let's get a couple of them. So hang on, okay? Awesome. All right, a couple more. It's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi. The items that either you, when you were growing up, or maybe your kids, brought to school go ahead yeah when i was in fourth grade i brought a whip to school oh oh like indiana jones 
I was Annie Oakley. Oh. I, as long as you weren't Madam Annie Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't think they would allow that nowadays. Yeah, there's no, no way. There's no. no way. But did you get in trouble then or no? I did not. No. No. <laughs> Very good. Thank you for the call. Marissa writes in, in middle school, I brought literally a lovebird to school. Oh. It's a type of bird. Uh-huh. I kept it in my locker. In the last period of the day, we got to take our backpacks, but I was in choir. So the bird, while we were in choir, started singing and whistling to the ah. tune that we were singing in choir. <laughs> that was when my cover was blown yeah. and everybody knew that I brought a bird to school the entire day. <laughs> Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1 Tax Day today, the Boston Marathon today, post-Easter. If you were uh, participating in Lent in any way, you can now indulge again. You can mm. now indulge again. So all of these things post-Easter. Kat and I were talking earlier this morning how I just feel like Easter has become second Christmas. It's just like if I look at the pictures on social media and people's Easter baskets are full of like <laughs> cars. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's not just chocolate. It's, it's other things. And uh, the pressure that I think parents have for it to be like Christmas 2.0 and... Um, I just was never aware of this memo change until this generation of social media kids and parents. And then you start perusing through your social media accounts and you're seeing all these luxurious games and like all these big toys in their Easter baskets. Yeah, I mean, it's it's big deal and it's fine. I mean, it teaches their own, but at the same token, like when I grew up, it was like there was one basket of mm-hmm. like fake grass. Mm-hmm. There was two or three candies in there. Yeah. That was your Twix. day. That was your Reese's. day. That was it. That was it. Nowadays, people are like, so I check my Easter basket, and it's full of the latest gaming system, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff, and candy on top of it. Uh, phone call this morning. It's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi. Talking about uh, how it feels like Easter is second Christmas. Good morning. Hi. With Easter growing up for me, it was mostly plastic eggs, candy, and more family time than any big gifts that we didn't get for like Christmas or birthday. I know, right. but that's not the case anymore. I mean, it's, it's no, it's not. It used to have to fit in the basket. Nowadays, it's <laughs> it spills it, out. Yeah, yeah, there's no basket. Nowadays, it's just like, <laughs> no. c- can we fit it in the house? <laughs> I'm with you, Andy. Yeah, it's starting to become more of a guilt trip of, hey, this is what you want now, rather than let's wait for the bigger holidays for it. Right, or saving. Yeah, if I. I wanted a new game or a new system or the Super Nintendo back growing up as a kid. It was a Christmas. It was a Christmas or a birthday gift. Something right. I really yep. had to wait for, rather than oh, by the way, it's Easter. Look what the Easter Bunny brought you. Right? Yeah, Easter. I mean, the Bunny is like Santa 2.0. It's whatever exactly. Santa didn't get. Maybe that Bunny will bring me in about four months. Right now, like I said, I had an uncle that would flip us like. 20 bucks here and there within a plastic egg if we really wanted to get something outside of what we got in our Easter basket. But that was that was just his way of doing it because he was that kind of uncle. Right, right. And then he's that same uncle that when you're later in life, he like takes you out to the barn and slips you whiskey or something. <laughs> yeah, he was the yeah. cool, he was that <laughs> uncle that was like, hey, come, come, let me let me take you out away from mom. You're yeah. 21. Let's yeah. Yep. So. It's always that same uncle. <laughs> yep. All right. Thank you for but the But you call. know what? He was cool. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. <laughs>
I had an I had an uncle like that. He he offered uh, when I turned uh, I don't know twenty one. He was going to take me out for my first drink, and it was at Hooters. It was a whole thing. Uh, did you go? We he never showed. He was oh, also what? also he that offered uncle. Offered that, and, and then, then never. Did, yeah, he's that never. guy. He's just too busy, of course. Oh man! But do you remember growing up? Like you mentioned, we had these baskets that were just grass, a couple eggs, and a piece of candy. But what I always wanted were those pre-made baskets that you see all over Walmart, you know, Mm -hmm. growing up with the cellophane wrapper that are like $20. Like that was like the best Easter if I got one of those baskets. Did you ever get one of those? I never did get one of those. See the disappointment? I never did. Did you see how it made us stronger? Yes. That's what I'm saying. We need to disappoint children more. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Sandy and Kat, it's Magic 95.1. What does your office need to make it a better workplace experience? The Wall Street Journal did an interesting report that said this is the one thing many businesses are doing in order to lure remote employees back to the workplace from home, obviously, is that they're installing this. What is it, you think? I mentioned this during the news. I thought it was absolutely fascinating. I do think the way in which we work in America has changed. I do think it'll continue to evolve. There are some businesses here in Northeast Indiana that give certain level employees Fridays off in the summer. You only get so many summers in the world, and around here we got a lot of lakes. It gives you a chance to, um, you know, I guess enjoy your work-life balance more, which is the sexy phrase that you have to deal with in HR these days. Um, You know, I I, I find it to be interesting. I I do think in my life two things will happen. I do believe kids will go to school closer to a year-round model, and I do believe the further way you get promoted will be through the optional four-day work week. Mm-hmm. I, I just believe that will be the new way. And maybe that's how you don't spend the prime of your career, but maybe that's how you spend the retirement years. I think people are going to be working longer. I think people are living longer. So it's all an interesting evolution. But this Wall Street Journal reports that some businesses, major corporations, Fortune 100 businesses, to lure people back to the workplace, they have had to install bars. Bars, booze? Booze. Wow. I don't ever see our company ever doing that here, but I wonder if there are any here in Fort Wayne that that do that. Maybe they have, you know, Friday at noon, you get to take a little sip from the um, community bar. The community margarita. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or maybe you have a keg or... Mm-hmm. Ma- but when I watched... Does anybody ever watch, like, I used to watch Mad Men with John Hamm, mm-hmm. and it was about, you know... This was on AMC, and ever a lot of people know the show. I mean, you know, they were closing deals and taking out executives and luring them and whining and dining them and or drinking in the office to discuss business. Right. They always had like this little tray of booze, whether it be scotch or tequila or bourbon, right behind their desk. And hey, you want a drink? I used to work at a company here in town long ago, and they had an old executive office that was built in the late 60s, -hmm. and it had like a secret library. You pulled a book. Oh, that'd be cool. And the liquor shelf. Ah, Revealed that was itself. so cool. Revealed itself. So, yeah, I mean, I think it happens. I just don't think a lot of people share what it is. So the Wall Street Journal says they're installing bars in, like, the lobby. Like you would at a hotel lobby. 
You know, you'd have a cocktail or something. You can go like downstairs it. and grab you a drink right. on your lunch hour and then go back upstairs. Go back and upstairs. Go to work. And they're just relaxing the rules of alcohol at work. I find it fascinating because I, th- I don't know what it says about America's dependency on, on booze. Yeah. But I think even if you drink or don't drink a lot, it gives the illusion of more freedom. Mm-hmm. It gives this illusion of more employee, employer trust. It's not really hurting those that don't drink. When you are working remote, you are working on your own schedule. Mm-hmm. One of the perks, there's no doubt about it, is that some people were starting the day on a Friday, checking some emails and doing a Bloody Mary. Yeah. There's some days that people were ending their work day. They did all their work. They were done at noon. Yeah. Maybe if you're in sales, you met all your numbers. It's margarita time. Who cares? <laughs> That's right. If anybody, by the way, has, you don't have to tell me the name of your company, but I might ask the industry. Mm-hmm. that you're allowed alcohol at work. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Some companies like the anonymity. I want to respect that. But 260-467-9500. Cuz the royal question I want to ask is this. Does the ability to drink on the job make you like your job more? Like if I had right now a bottle of booze open at my desk. Oh, you'd be fired. I don't know what disciplinary action, but I think there are some. I think there probably would if be they some had, too. If they have proof of consumption. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi, are you allowed to drink uh, at your job? My husband, um, he is a web developer. Okay. And every Friday, they allow them to have a beer at 3 o'clock. Yep. And they all meet in the conference room and talk about the week. And, um, yeah, they're allowed to have drinks starting at 3 on Friday. I know some companies, they yeah. call it beer o'clock. Yeah, beer o'clock. Ours was yeah. at 4. Yeah. I, I used to work for okay. a company that would do that. At 4 o'clock, we could crap, crap open a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely crack open a beer, cat. Okay, now, does it make your husband like his job? Is there some more in any yeah. way? Yeah. A more relaxed environment, so he loves it. Yeah, I always it's hard say, to be yep. tense when so, you've got a beer in your hand, right? So at uh, exactly beer o'clock's at three. You want to ask for that raise by about four <laughs> thirty? Yes, you okay. do before it's over. There you go. All right, thank there you, you for the call. <laughs> Few drinks in, in, get that raise. Yeah, in get there. that boss relaxed on a Friday and go. Hey, you know, one more thing, real quick. <laughs> you know, I did want to touch base with you. How are we coming on that raise? I was just wondering. You know, I've done a lot for the company. Yeah, cheers. Green light <laughs> that. Sure, 4%. Why not?